cardboard. I'm about to play some music uh, while everybody comes in. Put this on mute and uh, play some music. Give the space a retweet if you can, Phil. Side bitch in Frisco, I call her my baby. 
I got a girl, but I still feel alone. If you plan me, that means my home ain't home. Having nightmares are going through your phone. Can't even record you got me out my zone. If you're playing me, keep it on the low. Cause my heart can't take it anymore. And if you're creeping, please don't let it show. Oh, baby, I don't wanna know. One, two, one, two, one, two, one, two, my check, my check. One two one two one two. One two one two. Welcome to the Daps Collective. I'm your host, Props, and today we are hanging out and highlighting and showcasing one of the dopest artists that I've seen so far on the Solana blockchain, and he goes by the name of B. Haley. My name is Props. Some of you guys know me, some of you guys don't. And I'm letting you know this space is recorded, and you can find it on Spotify apple music on our podcast so this is the first of many interviews and as a collective people say yo props what the fuck is a collective but listen a collective is a group of motherfuckers dedicated to doing some dope ass shit and that's what we're here to do push the culture forward learn about people doing dope stuff and people contributing to the culture what's going on b haley Yo, props, man. I was so excited when you invited me to be the first one on here, bro. I'm not going to lie. It's a huge honor. Um, I don't I don't really get the opportunity to do a whole lot of podcasts, even though we're really out here looking for this kind of stuff. So the recognition from you, man, to to be able to come on here and speak about what we're doing is just fucking I'm very, very grateful to you, sir. So, um, yeah, I'm in your debt, fam. Um, figuratively, maybe a little literally. <laughs> but we'll get into that here, you know, in a bit. Um, again, it's all organic and everything. I appreciate you guys for just inviting me and, and our audience to come and be a part of this, man. So much love. I'll let you uh, you kick us off, though. That's what's up, bro. Well, look, man, I feel the same way about you, brother. Like, you know, what people don't know is I've been fucking with B. Haley for a minute. Cass, might, Cass probably think me and you just met with Big Heads Billionaire. Oh, man, it's been, it's been so long. Like, I mean, you were around when I first started my journey out in Solana. Um, I don't know if we were really that connected at the beginning, but we knew of each other. 
And then it was funny how after, you know, we'd seen a couple of projects come and go, we were like, Hey man, I see you're talented and I'm talented and we both got shit going on. And we've just kind of been connected since then, man. So, um, and it, and it's really is a pleasure because you're one of the most knowledgeable people in the space when it actually comes to, to doing some of the stuff that comes with branding and then like really running um, a successful business. Um, especially you yourself with like some of the videos and stuff that you make. So uh, I'm proud of you as well um, with the progress that you've made here in the space. And I'm, again, I'm really looking forward to supporting you um, with what you're doing with these podcasts. Make sure that you're giving us all the links to, you know, um, you said all those platforms we can get it on, but hit us with the link at some point to where we can actually go and throw you the like or the subscription or whatever we need to do because that shit goes so far. Um, I'll tell you guys, we'll get to that later when we're talking about us. But like the YouTube subscriptions is so hard. Like it's, you can get the views pretty easy. Okay. When you have good content, you can get the likes, you know, when people remember to do it, you can get some comments when people are really into what they saw, but people always forget to follow and subscribe and stuff, bro. So like, make sure you're doing it with dApps, make sure you're doing it with props. When we talk about experienced people in the space that have been here trying to support the real actually building not just on some bullshit meme saying we're building like actually making real tangible things we talk about people like props and, and what he's doing with daps i've seen him building this up waiting to try to make all the correct moves with what he's doing so it's not some bullshit hype rug or something like this is real stuff so again i'm, I'm just very proud to be here on your platform sir Man, look, B. B Haley's dropping some fire. I appreciate the flowers. Everybody in this room, hit that purple button on the bottom real quick for your boy. Hit hit a retweet, add a comment, add something dope, or just let's just get this vibe going because tonight's going to be a fucking movie. So, look, let's jump into it like this. B. Haley, I wanted to interview you because you are an intriguing motherfucker, bro. You fucking rap. You do rock and roll. You a dev. You a fucking mechanic. You a burger connoisseur. You do so many fucking things, and, and I'm really amazed by how you keep your, your motivation, you're a dad. And, um, and I wanted to dig and unpack some of that stuff. So the first question I want to ask you, because right now I got my Walter Cronkite hat on, you feel me? First question I want to ask you is, who is B. Haley in your words? Yeah, sure. Um, a lot of people know me by B. Haley. And I think, you know, we see people going by aliases and stuff all the time. And like, I love that, like nothing against the aliases and all that. But like for me, um, I've been doing graphic design and art and music and all this stuff for quite a while. And I used to have some aliases or business names that I went by. But what I realized is that I'm doing most of the stuff all by myself. Um, and it's not like I'm running a corporation or a business like crazy like that. It's usually just one of one sole proprietor. You're working with the graphic designer or some, you know, just on the level stuff. So what I realized is like, yo, if I'm going to take my brand seriously, I'm going to use my real name. Um, you can catch me on Instagram at b.haley.art. My logo is a skull um, with like pens and pencils and shit coming out the top, man. Like that's where I really got my start in like doing art professionally, like kind of on a freelance um, thing. We I went through the cannabis industry with my art and all sorts of stuff, but it's not like passion work, if that makes any sense. I got to do a lot of fun pieces and stuff that was like a lot early on in my career when I was going to school for graphic design. It was all boring logos, you know, modern fucking 
lines use a ruler and you didn't get to do any fun pieces like psychedelic stuff and all that so i i got a lot of cool experience and made a lot of really good connections and people that fucked with my art and my style i got to kind of develop a style um in freelance art um especially i'm i was blessed to be able to do it in the cannabis industry something i'm i'm blessed to support uh especially in my own state that has medical and stuff i've helped a lot of companies develop their brand and their artwork and stuff for strains and like you know that work still exists today and that stuff is very cool but what what i was going to say is that it's not really passion work it's fun and it's cool but you know it's not for me it's not like a project about stuff that involves me really you know i'm just doing the art so i got a little bit in the music over in between that time um doing stuff that i really cared about a lot uh, and putting my heart in and just kind of building up my knowledge and stuff. And um, then I, I stumbled across NFTs like, you know, around last year. Um, it was actually 2021, but it was like at the end of the year, pretty much. So like, um, <laughs> you know, right at the alluring part of the bull run, I got into um, crypto. And I think I kind of avoided all of it because... I, I don't know anything about like, you know, trading traditional finance or like stocks or really, I kind of, I knew a little bit, but like, you know, I never did it. I didn't have the experience or the will or really even try to look into it. Um, and I wish I had because like somebody had told me they finally, I'd heard a couple of times they're like, Oh, you should look into NFTs. And I was like, the fuck does that even mean? You know, um, wh what is this? What is crypto? All that shit. And um, they're like, you know, finally the one dude, who I was working with, with music, he was like, Hey man, um, I see you posting this art and stuff and you're selling like pieces, uh, that you hand spray painted and like all sorts of cool art I was doing. He's like, you need to try to check out some of these NFTs. And he sent me a link to his friend and the guy posted something. It was literally like, I've made more on NFTs than I ever had selling any art ever. And I'm actually blessed to say that um, I I was able to post the same thing not too shortly after my journey into NFTs um, and, and doing my own artwork and stuff. Just people that kind of supported me along the way with scumbags and what we did early on. Um, and we, we've grown since then. Like I said, I, I've used this as kind of a platform for me to grow a fan base for my own work and kind of blossom the stuff that i care about you know flesh out some original ideas that people really engage with and i think my favorite part about nfts is like i'm a bit of a revolutionary in my mindset right like i think we can do a lot with a few of the right people you know they say countries can be toppled with 10 of the 10 of the right men or, or women or whatever and i think like nfts give us this unique opportunity to like kind of be in a market with talents and kind of pull them away from like the saturated market of web two and trying to get above everybody's TikToks and YouTubes and all that. Um, and, and get some real support for people who are looking to support small projects and founders and stuff. And we're blessed to kind of have that, especially in people like yourself props um, and supporting like, you know, what we're doing and, and we're, down to build with those people and kind of give back along the way. Like um, my show is a great example of like how I try to use everybody's ideas, include everybody's art. You know um, it's really for us about us 
with us. And if it wasn't for the people that are here believing in the product that we're pushing, we wouldn't have anything. Like um, I say it all the time, like I could do this stuff already. I have been doing animation and art and, and crazy shit for 12, 11, fucking 14 years at this point. I kind of lost track. Okay. Um, and I've never received the kind of recognition that I've received here in the NFT community for my work, for my struggles. Um, and, and the relationships that I have made with people are 10 times more valuable than any of the sales or anything that I've made. You know, that, that stuff changed my life in a good way for the better. But I'm also proud to say that, you know, a lot of the money that we got, we did amazing things with to give back to our community um, tons of NFTs, projects, um, great merch, all sorts of cool stuff that, you know, we didn't just selfishly take this shit and go do some Lambos or whatever. I'm still in the same basement I started in, you know, but we're, we're a little better off. And um, my goal is to just keep building shit into the future, man. I think we have some extraordinary IP with the characters that we're putting in this show. You know, we're giving everybody that's holding like a, a real position to have something tangible in the future. Um, we're not making financial promises right now. And I think that's one of the things that sets us apart from a lot of these projects is they'll tell you, you make a million dollars or whatever. We're just kind of honest with people. And we started low because we knew we had a good product uh, and it's kind of just been not, nowhere but up, you know, cause we're, we're, we're keeping shit on the level. We're built from good people with good people for good people. Um, and we all just enjoy getting entertained by these characters and kind of adding to the story as it goes along, man. Sorry, sorry to monologue there with you. Nah, nah, that's no, what it's it's about. It was a broad question. It was a broad question. You know, look, I'm here. I'm, I'm here for it. And, and I'm pretty sure everybody in my audience, my community and everybody listening to this is appreciating you sharing your journey with us. Like when you learn about a person's journey, you understand why you appreciate what they do. You know what I'm saying? And as like right now, as you hit the bong, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I tried to do it quietly because I didn't want to be rude, but my wife yeah. handed it to me. <laughs> no, it's all good. But um, so a question. So that's all dope. So how did how did that like where do you come from? Like where are you from? Are you you know sure. where? Um, yeah, where are you from? And and how like how was your like your childhood? Because when you share like you know, from the graphic design and all those things, right? Like, you know, I remember at a certain age, I had a certain sense of identity of who I was. But the question is, like, what was the beginning? Like, how was that? Like, how was growing up? Like, sure, man. I mean, I think I try to make it sound real fancy. But the reality of things is that I've always been the kind of person that's had to move mountains with pebbles. So what I mean is I've never had, like, the best phone or, you know, my my laptop that I did things on for, like, ages, okay, was years old. I had pirated Photoshop software, <clears throat> hypothetically. Um, and, like, you know, like, I wasn't in a great position to do things. But the things I was putting out were, like, amazing. And I never let, like, you know, the struggles of poverty get in my way. Like, I think being poor is a mindset, right? Um, so I've never been poor. In my mind, I've always been rich, but in reality, I have always been very um, impoverished, right? So my family, um, we lost our house when I was a kid. You know, we traveled around the United States in a fucking motorhome for like years. I think from when I was like 10 to like when I was like 16, like in high school and shit, my parents um, 
did this stuff with NASCAR. They weren't like endorsed by NASCAR or anything like the the legit project. Like the, when you go, there's all sorts of like vendors, right. That show up to these events, like people that run food trucks and like all sorts of legitimate businesses. Okay. So my parents had like an entertainment venue. My dad was really into like RC. He still is today. You'll kind of see him in our discord. He flies planes and all sorts of shit. He's got the big head stickers on those, but he, he had RC NASCARs, right that had like transponders we had a sick track that was like pitched like the real track was and um the controllers were set up in boxes that were like steering wheels and a throttle instead of it being like an rc controller like you probably would see people using on a car right so people could come to to our event you know when we would go from track to track when there was an event because they did like a long ass season and they go all all over the united states so that's like one thing I am blessed. Um, I have a lot of experience and like I was out there at a very young age, like taking money from people, um, doing, you know, running this whole thing basically with my parents, like uh, making change, like doing, learning all sorts of shit. You know what I'm saying? Learning not to be a mark, all sorts of, <laughs> all sorts of stuff. Yeah, um, so just to keep it real, like, you know, I've been around the fucking block and it wasn't really in a great position you know, we were living five people in a fucking motor coach. It was not the worst thing in the world, but I was blessed to have people who cared about me. And, and um, you know, I, I took that time and the stuff that I did have, like I said, the laptop and stuff. Um, I always had an interest in that shit. Like uh, I, we used to live at my grandma's house before, like uh, when, in between losing our home and, and doing that stuff. We, we stayed with my grandma and she had like good internet and shit. Uh, it was dial up and all that, but like I got real interested in making shit um, because of websites like Newgrounds where people just put out stuff for free because they were good at it and they wanted to make games or art or like animation or whatever. So like I really found an interest in that stuff and I took the time in between, you know, doing all the stuff with my parents all over the country and being homeschooled and shit to really hone my craft and, and figure out what I wanted to do. So throughout that point, um, I touched on basically everything under the sun um, from like coding video games and flash to doing animation, to doing art, to trying to learn how to do logos and stuff. Cause that's what I wanted to go to school for. Like when I got done high school, I wanted to go to college for, for art school, you know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, I got really good at that stuff. And lo and behold today, you know, I do the dev work for our project. I do the art, the animation, um, the business ends of stuff. I do a lot of that as well. And I, I've kind of just taken all my experience and, and rolled it into my own things. Um, I'm not a huge fan of like working for other people or other companies. Not that I have anything against them. It's just, you know, I, I'm trying to build my own vision by the end of this. And I think Big Heads is kind of the start of like also really making a name um, for some of my own work instead of just constantly doing work for other people to to get a paycheck, you know what I'm saying? Even if I care about the stuff that I'm doing, um, it's, it's not the same when you're working on somebody else's vision. So I'm very, very blessed to have people that care about the stuff that I'm making um, and, and just genuinely enjoying it. But that's kind of like some of my background, you know, after, after that, uh, we came back from the NASCAR circuit. We ended up staying with my grandma again. Um, Again, we've never been really great off or anything to have like the ability to buy like a home straight up or or anything like that. 
So um, we stayed with her. I went to high school in my hometown for a while, for like three years. And then I went to um, Western College in my home state of Michigan. And I went there for like a year, man. And what I realized, and maybe this is just me, but it felt like a lot of the people that went to the art school were way more experienced than like the stuff they were trying to show us. Um, so it just kind of felt like a waste of money. And not only that, like I ran into issues with not having enough monies for loans, not being able to get certain books because they were $500 and the books were a requirement for the class, but we never took it out of the plastic. So if you didn't have it, you got marked down. And like, you know, I was a great student. I graduated in fucking high school with like a 3.5 or some shit. Um, so I had a really good grades, you know, but as soon as I went to school, I found it very, very hard to stick to their regiment and all this stuff. And I found my grade point slipping real quick. I went into academic probation. I owed, ended up owing a bunch of money and like dropping out, but I didn't learn a fucking thing. What I learned is that like school is a business and um, they fucking got me, bro. They rubbed me real hard for like shit that I already knew how to do. And then um, I went to community college after that for like a semester and, and they paid me basically because of how poor I was. They gave me a grant and I didn't even use the whole thing because of the classes were way cheaper and shit. So I ended up getting like $500 to go and have a better education from people at community college. Um, one thing I'll say is that the professors at the big universities, they were like all new hires and they were real worried about doing everything by the book because they, it felt like they were worried they were going to lose their job. So like, you know, if they didn't fucking grade you exactly the way they were supposed to and do the lesson plan, you fucking failed. Like, um, but at community college, all those people were retired um, and they were there because they wanted to be. And they taught me like some really good stuff about doing traditional art and like the meaning of art and, and um, you know, what art can be to you and, and everybody else. And then at that point I kind of realized I was like, Hey man, like, you know, I've been doing this stuff for a long time. Maybe I'm to the point to where I should start like kind of instead of going to school for this, just do work. And um, that's, that's, I would say experience is the best teacher. Um, uh, I don't know many occupations that have to do with creative things that I would trust school for. If you're like a lawyer or a fucking surgeon or something, sick, go to school for that. You're probably going to need it, right? But like for art, man, if you're good at what you do, I would urge people to just create. Don't let them tell you that a piece of paper is what you need to start doing things that matter. Um, you know what I'm saying? Art is so fucking subjective. And that's like kind of some of the stuff I learned at community college. And that's, that's all brought me into my journey here. You know, I think um, a lot of my mindset comes from my background and um, my optimism and the beliefs and things that I can do because I've been doing them for so long. I know anything is possible. Um, if you want it bad enough, you just gotta do it. And there's so many things, especially with NFTs and new technology that I had no idea how to use that I am thorough in now because I took the time, um, the belief and, and all this stuff to, to fucking bend over and learn it, you know, um, just cause I've touched games and shit in the past doesn't mean rust is any easier for me to wrap my head around. Like I got to go through all the tutorials from the beginning, just like everybody else does. Um, and, and the failures and shit. So we've done a lot of that. 
And I think over the last year, this experience, I'm a fast learner and people can see the stuff that we've built stand the testament of time. Like, um, you'll see scumbags come back. You're going to see all our episodes in season form soon. Our IP for this project is going to be bigger than the investors that we have in the NFT. So I'm, I'm super excited, man. But ju- just to answer your question about like my background, I'm sorry. Keep keep going off track, man. If you say sorry one more time, man, we're gonna we're gonna rug the room. There's no sorries here, boy. We're here to hear. We're here to celebrate creators doing dope stuff in this space, right? Like it's it's a bear market right now. Some people think, but it's not here at Solana because you have dope motherfuckers doing shit. Like one thing I'm passionate about this space is we continue to evolve no matter what the fuck is thrown at us, right? We survived FTX. And I'm not, you know, we're not out the water yet, but when I look at a big head billionaire episode and I laugh to me, that's fucking priceless. Like you can't put a price on laughter and feeling good. So, you know, we share similar backgrounds. Just a little bit about me. I got kicked out of film school, uh, went to Academy Art College in San Francisco. And uh, they were like, look, bro, you're too broke to make film. You got to get your chips up first before we teach you how to make film. So that's been the fuel that's helped me move forward in my life as I took that feeling that I had at that moment and I injected that in everything I do. Like you can never stop me and I'm not gonna let anything hold me back. So as you shared your past of where you started from, like traveling around the country, like I was always curious of like, where did you get this drive? Because the way you move, you know, either A, you're a robot, B, you're B Haley with a dope background you share with us or C, crystal meth head. And I know you're not the crystal meth head and you're not the robot. <laughs> but um, I want to continue unpacking this, brother. So how did you get to the place where you took all of that, right? So now, you know, you, you your background, you had the computer, you started uh, studying and learning and passionate about stuff. What was your jump into Web3? How was that entrance? And can you share with us how you started? Sure. Um, you know, the funny thing about like acquiring different skills is that when you boil things down to a fundamental level, everything is pretty similar, right? So like in, in like a lot of ways. So like, let me give you an example. Like if I use art software and then I turn over and start using audio software you know i'm probably kind of familiar with at least some of the layout or like what we're about to try to do right so like i've learned a lot of this shit right i thought like when i started doing music i was like yo this is it you know um i'm using my brain i'm creating things i love with my voice i'm using my talents that i have uh we were making like music videos and stuff and i have like a love for film as well Um, And I'm great at editing. Um, I've done all sorts of jobs, like editing videos and music videos and stuff for people as well. Um, So I have these skills, like I said, and I've kind of been building them all up. And I thought music was going to be the thing because I was doing all my own production. You know, I was doing all the the marketing i was doing the videos and i was like man it's you this is using all of my talents to create this stuff this has to be it but i was honestly missing a bunch of the stuff that i'm good at and i think like this really is like the end not even the end but just like um another level of understanding of my own self and like what i'm capable of when i put all these skills together 
Um, so like to, to, to give you an example, like, again, I do all of this stuff. I'm doing the voice acting. Um, I've done a lot of the music that is in the show. I do the audio editing in the show. I do, you know, all the animation, the artwork that's in it. Um, I do the coding for the project. Um, like this is the kind of stuff and like the stuff that I love about web three that I'm learning here is shit that I regret that I haven't learned in the first part of my life, like stuff about traditional finance, um, human mentality when it comes to marketplace trading and like, you know, how things are a little, how things go with both backroom deals and open trades and like all this stuff with trading that I never knew that NFTs are teaching me in a way that is like fun. Because if you go and tell me to tread shit on the NASDAQ and get in all this high above the shoulders mustard number shit, I'm not going to be interested in it. So like the same way that like when you're like, yo, coding is amazing. You can do anything with coding. I'm like, okay, fuck you. I don't care. But then when you start showing me stuff that's possible, you're like, yo, you can make a game. You can make X, Y, fucking Z. I'm like, that's dope. Now I want to learn it. So like, that's kind of like what Web3 was for me. It's like, uh, it's, it wasn't like with the animation and stuff at first. Like I said, I was learning new stuff all the way through like scumbags, how to do this dev stuff, what NFT projects were, what good collections looked like. Um, you know, just learning. Like I said, I, I want to do something super important, and but it takes experience no matter where you start to really do something great. And um, through all this learning, man, I really think we're taking advantage of every single aspect of it. Like I said, I went to Disney World and I was still working on vacation because I'm sitting there looking at everything Disney's doing. And I'm like, this is exactly why huge companies love IP because of what they're able to do with it when they really have the um the setup to to take advantage of good ip so i learned so much like it answered so many questions for me i was telling people in the space the other night you know we always have the question we're like why do we keep getting remake pump and dumps of marvel movies of the same characters uh, instead of them making a new movie from even some of the characters that already exist in comics and stuff. And I, it, it like answers its own question, right? Good IP is hard to make. Uh, talent is everywhere. Ideas are everywhere. Creativity is everywhere, but it's very hard to get IP to trend. So if I come out of nowhere as Marvel with some new fucking character you've never heard of, I got to win everybody over with that first, right? It's got, you got to know that it's good. And it's, you know, some people are like, oh, I've never heard of this guy. I'm not going to see the movie. Maybe the people that see it are, they love it. And, and then finally, the other people go to see it. And now they can make another movie and continue to build that IP. But what they would rather do is just know that the IP is good. So let's say like um, Captain America, right? Like every time a new fucking Captain America drops, I don't care if it's Civil War or if he's in the new movie, they can sell the Captain America shield for Halloween, they can sell anything to do with this T-shirt, you know, because people already love that guy. And when it comes down to like selling good IP, that's like what places like Disney World and Marvel are really good at because they understand that people are already attached to these characters and that it's it becomes easier to to move instead of doing something necessarily original. Now. That's from like a high mind point of view when you're like already a huge corporation. 
when you start out small, if you're able to, to have good IP um, and get that ball rolling, it's invaluable because you've just trended something original and you have powerful IP. We're starting with that as an NFT project. I say that all the time. If I went and tried to do this show without the team of people or, you know, all these supporters on NFTs, I could probably get the show to trend eventually, but I may not have all the boots to the ground support that we really have starting out with NFTs and people that care about the IP from day one. You know what I'm saying? So like you hear a lot of projects talk about how valuable IP is, but very few of them, I think really understand like the constraint of like how far that can go when you are big. Um, and that's kind of our goal for the show. Like um, you already see people becoming attached to some of our main characters and stuff. And like, you know, that, that all translates down the line to a, a big audience and a valuable product. So like if we do eventually get on like a streaming platform or something, they can't just offer us a deal because they need content. They'll offer us a deal because they need content that people are begging to watch. And that puts us in a great position. And th this is kind of just like my ultimate goals with where I see this vision going on later on. Bro, I'm, I'm proud of you. Like hearing, hearing you just share, you know, the shit out of your mind, bro, is, is fucking dope because like, you know, when I see a lot of products, uh, projects that have like the TV or the movie, uh, you know, uh, component is utility. I see a lot of people fumbling the ball, you know, they, they don't make the shot. Uh, they get clipped right before the finish line. They choke when they try to talk, right? And you literally, if I, and, you know, and, and help the audience understand what happened. Um, from my understanding, I think you, the project didn't mint out. And you literally took it from one place all the way to where you are now, where you actually have content. You have three fucking episodes on YouTube that people can watch. And you're not giving people promises of, look, once we do this, talk to this person, we're going to do this. You're literally delivering. So what, how did you get from the mint to like, now you got these episodes and you're actually trending within the culture? Sure. Let me back up a little bit and start with like the first project that we did because it's still relevant. And um, I think it's funny because when most people like think about like a failed project or like a, a D rug, so to speak, right. That um, they usually don't work out or like they get forgotten about or like whatever, but I hate the idea of like charging someone for something and then maybe they, you know, that doesn't work out and they're still around. They still want to support me, but then I got to charge them again for the new thing. So like that's, we did scumbags in the beginning, right? We tried all sorts of stuff. It was a great project. We had some really ingenious ideas that we're still bringing back to, to big heads very soon. Um, like people that remember the claw machine, um, that was a smash hit, man. Uh, we were one of the first people to do the claw machine. I, I laughed seeing the Utes um, that the balls were in a crane machine because anybody that remembers scumbags, we were doing that long time ago um, for like before the the raffle medal was even hot. It was like a multi-raffle system where you could mint with our token and, um, you know, get all sorts of shit. There was more than one winner. It just depended what you minted, right? It could be a loser. It could be one of the many winners. And that was like all sorts of NFTs, cool shit that we were giving away. Um, we did other crazy stuff with our token, but the, the moral of the story is, is that we had a great, um, audience. Okay. People that liked at least our art, 
you know, saw that we were trying to do stuff and be competitive in the market, but we were kind of in the middle of like this weird identity crisis where we didn't really have our own thing. Right. And I'll say that's probably why um, scumbags, the project fizzled out. There was a bunch of problems with it. Um, One of the things being that it had too low of a supply. It was a 3000 supply. Um, We were, like I said, we tried doing too many things. So it kind of, dissuade people there there was too much to focus on or maybe like you know we didn't have like a hard line thing that was our thing so instead of like forgetting about scumbags and just minting big heads we we took a hard look at ourselves and said yo let's figure out what we're really good at at the time i was kind of bringing back and brushing the dust off some of my animation skills for people for like one of ones of their their nfts that you know board apes or whatever at the time and i was getting some work for that um and and just kind of figuring out again that yo this is something that we don't really see around here um this is unique and maybe there's like something really cool to making a show because um we had bubble goose at the time and uh i was that was like right after we figured out we wanted to be an animated show they launched and i was fucking pissed and i was like all right well maybe they'll be great and whatever and I, i'm actually disappointed in them because you know they had the they, they had the stick bro they could have ran with it um but that's besides the point they didn't put anything out and that frustrated me um so i wanted to be different so when we first minted the thing that we did was all the people that were active with scumbags they got um a one-to-one allocation for as many as they still had and that was for like all the active people like if you were holding on to a bag of 20 scumbags you got 20 big heads um you know free mint whatever because again i don't want to charge people for things they've already paid for i just want to bring you into the next echelon if we're going to change the idea and and take our good people with us you know i i don't like to, it's like no soldier left behind you know what i'm saying um it just doesn't stick right with me if I, I'm, I'm not if i don't want to be accused of ever rugging anybody so to speak um so that's like why i it was important to me that we at least brought those people over to the new idea for free of charge um, if we were going to make things different. What ended up happening is that I made all the art um, and I realized that, yo, this is going to be cool. And this is like a story-driven thing. Maybe I make the scumbags part of the story. You know what I'm saying? So they're like literally like the antagonists to our big heads as protagonists. Um, And of course, it's really funny in the story they both think they're the good guy. Um, you know, the scumbags uh, are d- doing shit to stop the big heads. The big heads are doing shit to stop scumbags. Or maybe they, it, it's just funny. They have funny interactions and stuff. So um, we made big heads 7,000 supply because that was going to answer our supply issue. Whereas if we have a bigger supply, you know, people can still hold many and the collection um, membership size will still be large enough for there to be enough interaction on whatever Twitter or Discord or whatever. You know, that was the problem with scumbags is um, people would hold many. And then instead of us having 3,000 members, we'd only have 300 or something. And they wouldn't be active at the same times and all that shit. So it, it translate to people falling off of the project, right? So the new, the big heads were kind of the answer to all this. We could put out um, these animations. We can get people involved. We can bring back the scumbags um, and revamp that project and kind of marry it into 
a 10k you know what i'm saying because there's 7000 and 3000 um and eventually you know this will be something really big and the people who have both will be well off but like in my mind they're at the end of the day they're like two sides of the same project um so like this is kind of how how it went but as you mentioned when we were minting we minted for 0.5 soul when soul was about $30 okay so 15 bucks for a big head um we minted with launch my nft it was a great platform at the time we were trying to be uh sort of our own thing because we had a good push people at this uh time we didn't feel like a launch pad was going to be authentic it would like hurt us later on because people kind of look at launch pads and they overhype them and stuff and our goal was to start out with like membership who cared about the product right they were well versed in what we were doing they probably didn't hear about it unless they saw something to do with what we were doing so when we first minted, it was really important to me that we had a product. I didn't want to tell people that we were going to make an animated series and not have anything for them to watch. So we made the pilot episode with the scumbags and the big heads, and it's about three minutes. And it's just sort of the general rough idea of like showing, you know, it's the show pilot, the pitch, just to see if people enjoyed it. And they did. They really liked the art. Um, we saw a decent amount of people mint over like, you know, a, a month. Um, and then we, instead of waiting to mint out, we said, you know what, we'll just make the next episode. And that's what we did. We made episode two. We pushed a little bit farther. I think we were like 4,000 minted out of 7,000 or something like that. Um, maybe even less. I think it was like a thousand at that time. Like we were doing good with membership and people who cared, but it was nowhere near like minting out. Um, and then we were like, well, fuck it. We got to push the envelope even harder. So, you know, everybody knows the Frank Ute statue clip. That one kind of got famous because that was, it was capitalizing a little bit on all the drama surrounding the Utes. And, and uh, I myself got Utes list. We put that up for a giveaway and all sorts of shit. Um, so during that, we thought the third episode was going to sell out the project. But what happened was like, we had some good people um, that also run projects like Carlos see our project, see what we were doing, us pushing organic in spaces and stuff. And he alpha called us in his thing. Like a lot of people will ask today, like, did you guys pay him for that or whatever? I wouldn't even know how to pay Carlos for anything. I don't think any of my money would, would be able to touch his wallet. You know what I'm saying? Like his, his shit is so steep. Like, he honestly just did it because he sees like that we're doing cool shit. And like, he, he genuinely alpha called us to his people. And um, right after that, man, I think um, a combination of the jelly rascals and all the people that saw the traffic surrounding it helped us mint out the project. Um, we then put like a stall on episode three, because it was important for us that we had this huge influx of like people and stuff. So I wanted to make sure that our team and our discord and our information and everything was prepared for that. And uh, we took like a week and, and settled all that stuff. We went to an event, we lined up a bunch of giveaways and super cool engagement stuff for people to get involved with, went to Vegas, um, promoted there. And then we dropped the episode when we came back and it was just a banger, man. I mean, everybody loved episode three. Um, the Frank jokes, the utopia jokes really killed it. We ragged on um, Rotten Eggs, which was another animated project. Rest in peace. They never came out with anything. Um, kind of like when Kyle and Bryce threw them at the building. That was really the end of them, bro. I didn't think it was going to be like that. But uh, 
fucking, you know, like we've been out here shitting on people like in a good way. Um, and that's like what I really like. Like, you know, if you're about this shit, show me. I want you to fucking show me. I don't want you to have to be promised a million dollars. I want I don't want you to fucking do it because you think you're going to get clout. I want you to do it because you want it and you said you're about it. So fucking show me, man. Like and that's what this is. Like um I'm I'm finna show everybody like that we're doing this fucking thing. Like eventually we're going to have seasons. We're going to have season 1, season 2, season 3, a fucking movie, a network deal, IP, shirts, plushies, fucking uh, teenagers quoting the show, fucking reposting from their TikToks and stuff. And then by the time we're in a really, really, really good position and we're actually getting offers and deals that can change people's lives, I want everybody to have a piece of that. You know, uh, being realistic, like I said, we never made financial promises. And I don't want to goad anybody into thinking that that's what's about to happen because it's always you know, a potential thing. I, of course we want that to happen. That's the goal, but I can't promise you that. Right. So if we ever get to that point, I, I promise that I want my community to have a piece of that, you know, one for one, whatever your fucking big head level of investment was, we'll, we'll cut it down based on the supply of both big heads and scumbags. And we'll KYC everybody and do like a legit deal for the people that want to be involved with either a buyout or where they own a piece of the IP from like these huge companies that potentially could want to be involved with what we're doing. And like, I can't stress enough. People think that that sounds silly. They're like, Oh yeah. Why would they pick you? Because fucking there's a million ideas out here. They wouldn't pick us right now because there is a million ideas out there. You're right. They'd continue paying Justin Roiland and fucking the other guy that makes Rick and Morty to make new spinoff shows because they have good IP already. They know that works, okay? That's why they're paying them. If we go to these networks with a fucking 2 million following, all these analytics on our videos, show them that people are already wearing our merch and supporting and investing themselves in these characters, they're going to be begging to let us put our show on their platform. And at that point, we have the most important thing in any business negotiation, leverage. If you go into a negotiation with no leverage, I guarantee you will fucking come out the other side with the worst deal. And that is not what I want to do. Bro, so, I mean, what you're saying is right. When you have the work, you can't fucking deny the work. And you're producing. You've got straight episodes. When it's time for any kind of you know, placement deal. And, and, and I love the fact that you're saying I'm not promising shit because so many projects before have come out and say, look, if you're menace, we don't have fucking 10 TV shows. And we promise we just talked to this person yesterday. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cap. Um, I'm bullish on you, bro, because like you're pushing no matter what you're doing, you're moving it. You have a vision. You're driving. You're out there. Look, you're not waiting for motherfuckers to put you on. You're putting yourself on. And that's why Big Head's billionaire, Big Head Billionaires is a successful uh, brand, right? It's, it's growing. You're, you've got people coming from your, uh, like I've been in your spaces, right? So people listening to this, um, you know, spaces here on Twitter, if you're not familiar with Web3 uh, for our podcast audience, is where we get a chance to hang out. This is the town hall where people talk about what's going on in current events. So Monday through Monday, if you're not on spaces, if you're gone for two days, people think you've left the space. 
And one thing about uh, B. Haley space, it stays active. And it's so active. I want to take the time right now and just remind everybody again to hit that uh, link on the bottom and retweet the room. And we're actually we're going to give away B. Haley. We're going to give away. Yeah, I got I got some shit for you to give away. Um, it it ain't shit, bro. Like uh, I got some of my rare skeletons. That uh, can I do a shout out real quick to the people I see in here, bro? Bro, let's like, do it. I don't want listen, you asking listen. no questions. This is this is listen. This is your part of listen. You are now part of the Daps Collective. You're an honorary member. You will have a call. I love you, props, bro. And I, I want you, you know that man. And, like, and I want let you me know whatever listen, you need, bro. Listen. I got you. No, like, listen, 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 listen. The way you move is what we talk about. Dope. Okay, when I tell people, I know people think I'm a joke, but they're going to find out when I say we're doing things on a dope level, dope to us is a higher level of execution and creativity and people moving with a higher level of accountability. That's what the fuck DAPS is building. That's what we're doing, right? And the way you move and the way my team is assembling and the way we think and move, it's about challenging each other, challenging each other and pushing each other a little bit further, sharing information. If I've got 10,000 hours in something and you've got a skill set, and my 10,000 hours with a little bit of your skill set can make gold, let's make some fucking gold. We've got kids. We've got families. We've got ideas. We all want to do dope. So that's what it is. You're an honorary member, brother, and um, you could do whatever you want, man. This is our house. Let's go. Let's fucking go. Props. Fucking, you know I love you, man. Like I said, anything you ever need. I'm going to run these shout outs. Of course, shout you out, sir. You were the number one, bro. Epiphany. Uh, again, I'm just going to shout out people that I see in the room that are really here. I see you guys everywhere, man. And like, I see people pull up whenever I'm talking or like, you know, like people that I, maybe you were already there, but like you're, you're showing love and I see you consistently here. So like Epiphany, Shock, Phil C, uh, Rob down there, Oscar, Cliff, bro. Um, pickaxe, I've seen you queen down there, burger, burger king, bro. You already got it. Mod down in the audience. I'm sorry I wasn't following you on the big head account. Um man, I don't know if I see anybody else I recognize. Obviously, cardboard's in here and Kobe's up here at the top with us. Um man, like one thing I want to stress to everybody is like one of my favorite artists, Marlon Craft, bro. I love this rapper. Um, I'm not a huge fan of rap these days because I like spoken word, you know? So like, I like people that can twist some shit and make your mind think and like really say something. I'm not, I understand hype music, but like, it's more entertainment and less, um, of an art to me. So like, that's a separation there. Um, so he says, you know, something that I thought was really ironic. He's even talking about crypto. He says, fuck a billionaire. I really care. That's like how I feel. Like, I really care about you guys. Like, um, like I, everybody I mentioned, man, like the fact that you guys are here supporting me, like I just let me know when you need me to pull up. Like my homie called me earlier um, before this space and I told him, I was like, yo, 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 pull up as fast as you can and let's go do the thing you need to do because I got to do a space at 10 with props. But he needed me to help him move some heavy shit in his house from like one side to the other and then some other heavy shit. We went and did that. And he fucking told me at the end of it, he goes, bro, I got a homie staying in my house right now that I'm letting fucking stay here for basically nothing. And when I asked him to help me with this shit, fucking he said he had to make some macaroni and cheese and then he went to sleep. Okay, fuck that activity. All right. Like if you guys need some shit from me, fucking let me know. Um, It may not be immediate. Like I'm busy as hell, but I promise I fucking care. Everybody 
you can get the value from me. Like, you don't even need to pay me or nothing. Like, I'm just trying to help. Um, fucking, I'll let you know what I can do. Like, I'm, I'm here for the people that are here for me. I fucking really care. Like, I see Rob in basically every space, Phil in every space, Shock's here. You guys care about what I'm doing. You're willing. You're not just saying, hey, here's my time. You're saying, hey, here's my time, my money, and my fucking attention. Okay, that is super fucking important. And, like, the biggest thing for me is that, like, I, I always told myself, like, I'm I'm going to be different than the people that take advantage. Like, I'm not here to take advantage of people. I've been basically impoverished my whole life, like I said. Like, I can be impoverished a little bit longer so that we can all have fun and enjoy this shit. Because the fucking world can end tomorrow. Or uh, money, the whole system for fucking money could collapse or fucking every single plane in the United States could be grounded from a bird strike monitor glitch. Like fucking that happened to me ever, the other day. And the whole world could fucking turn upside down. And then money means nothing. Okay? Like, I had the realization a long time ago that money isn't real. I say this all the time. And people laugh at me. They're like, oh, money is fucking real. It'll change my life. I got a Lambo in the driveway. Okay, great. But, like, money is a fucking figment of our imagination, okay? It's literally a system we all agree upon, and it doesn't mean a fucking thing. If you're going to take some money and leave your fellow man in the dirt just to get yourself up, I don't want to fuck with you, dude. Like, it's just not my, it's not part of why I'm here in Web3. When I say that Web3 communities have the opportunity to be better, this is what I'm talking about. That's why this shit is strong because we can all come together and say this shit is worth 500,000 soul and let the floor price just rock and fucking people just wonder why the fuck nobody's capitulating because it's an idea. Okay. Like we show these people the power of our, uh, of our unity and that we are all here together to help each other and push for like a common goal and shit that we believe in. And like, I just love all y'all. None of this would be possible without you guys. So even the few people that are here in this room, uh, I want to acknowledge you guys. Um, please, like, fucking send me a wallet or something, man. I mean, I got uh, for, for the homies. You know what I mean? Like, send me some shit. I, I got some stuff saved up. I want to fucking put y'all on because I, I watch people. I'll test the waters all day with new people. And be like, you know, this guy seems cool. I've seen him post some shit. He's reply guide me a few times. He looks like he cares about the collections he's in. Boom, here's a big head, bro. And I'll, like, pick out a cool one. Like, I got a bunch of shitty ones I could have gave him, but I'll pick out a cool one. And then I'll see that shit on the floor, like, the same day, five minutes later or whatever. I'm just like, bro, what the fuck? Like, you didn't even go and look at any of it or whatever. Like, you guys are here commenting. You fucking, you're putting down maybe your own money to get merch. Your time to represent to post this shit and I know it's not just because you want your bags to go up there's so many fucking bags out here that you could be putting your money into and probably are but like the fact that we got love for the big heads and just like what we're doing I just want you guys to know everybody is a piece of this project it may be my art and like the stuff that we're pushing and I appreciate the recognition that I get from my work but like none of this would be possible without you guys fucking caring about it. So if I ever get to the level of where I'm on some big headed ego shit, or I'm like, no, I'm not doing what the community wants. You fucking let me know. Bro, that's solid. Let's uh, get to some questions, some hands from some, uh, some of our friends here. Uh, v Piff. 
No, Prof, we're going to monologue oh. for another five minutes. <laughs> no, go ahead and clear. Hey, um, so a couple things. First off, props, you said, and I heard you, and Cliff's, Cliff's probably trying to respond to this as well. You said, I know people, y'all think I'm a fucking joke. Whoever those people are, send them to me. That's not the fucking yeah, we truth. Whip that is ass, not bro. real talk. That is take that take those words out of your mouth and never say them again. They are trashed. I hear a lot um, of people try to network, but but props is actually like one of the people you can tell that isn't on bullshit with like the business shit that he be talking about because he'll he'll flesh it out and explain the good reasons and stuff, yeah. and other people just be throwing exactly. numbers at you and shit. Exactly, numbers and smoke and mirrors and all of that, and you know all also the right people will see or hear them at the right time and then um that leads me to my next my next thing b haley i appreciate everything you just said the person that i'm the most bearish on in this community is somebody that i asked for something that would not cost him anything except 10 minutes of his time and he refused on several occasions anything you need for me let me know my DMs are open to you 24-7. Um, yeah, I appreciate you. And I have two big heads. I was I won one. I was gifted one. They, Send me your they wallet. Both, no, man. It's cool. I got my two, and they ain't going anywhere. No, no. I'm, I mean it. Like, I, I have so many that I took from people when the price was low. We got over on those bozos. What's your favorite trait? <laughs> like, tell me which one you think is cool. Like, Oh, I, I'm, oh, I'm being I'll, real when I mean I want okay. the homies here. You got to get it who okay. you want it with, and I want it All with right. the real ones. I'll, I'll drop into your DMs and I'll I'll check out. I'll I'll double check some traits. Thank you very much. But um, yeah, thank you. This has been this has been nice. It's uh, five a.m. where I'm at, and um, I basically I I flew to Rome tonight, and I ate too much pasta, so I couldn't sleep. I wasn't planning to come to this space, but I'm really glad I did. It was good. Let's go. We appreciate you. <laughs> and thank you for the for the for the kind words. I was just gonna be cock, cocky and just put that out there. I was trying to humanize myself. I was aware of what I was saying. <laughs> but I no, love you. I understand, but right let's now. not no, even put it out there because those words was turn a into bit shit of truth that to we, it. we don't imagine. There was a little bit of truth in it in your voice, and I can feel that people don't take you as seriously as you take yourself, and that's what I heard in your voice, and and I know what you're capable of. I see it, bro. I see the vision just like you do. You Maybe we aren't even there yet, but like it's like just like we carving you out of the fucking marble, bro. Like The vision is there, okay? And like if they can't see it, fuck them, dude. Because, like I said, you're one of the smartest people I've met in the space so far. And and anybody who spends time in Web3 knows that a year here is, like, literally, like, fucking four years here. Because Yo, it's, Haley, it's that much. B. Haley, I met props on uh, Clubhouse. Because I started on Clubhouse with I'm So Chris. And um, at the time, like, I I never spoke, like, Props and Chris and all of them were on the speaker panel all the time. I never spoke because I didn't think I had anything to contribute. And like just just 
over a year later, it blows my mind that I'm on speaker panels with props still. Like, it still makes my brain melt. Oh, and there was one other thing I wanted to say. When you were talking about money not being real, another thing that makes my brain melt is that people who print or manufacture money get paid in money. And I always think that that's the dumbest shit ever. Like, how how can you... How? Yeah, it's like FTX taking their own tokens as payment, right? Like, you guys should fucking know better. Um, uh, but, yeah, I mean, it's not that, like, I hate the idea of money, okay? Like, I get it. Like, we're all trying to make life-changing money. Yeah, that, I think it that's makes your life comfortable, but... That, that's the most frustrating part about people who floor shit for, like, very small gains to me because... In my mind, there's so few projects out here that really have potential. And these people just aren't doing the research. Like if they, I feel like I'm giving them a good opportunity, whether they realize it or not, I'm trying to hand you generational wealth. Okay. I'm fucking doing my best to get us all there. Okay. Um, and, and the cool thing about me is I've done it once before already. If this shit fails and we need to do something else that's even better, I'm taking this all with us to the next thing. Like, you know, that's not guaranteed with a lot of these fucking projects. They'll just rug you and run off and do the thing and make them the next money and you're not a part of it. Okay, I'm really here for everybody. And like, I say this all the time. I've invested a lot of money buying my own artwork back from people, big heads. Okay, Uh, a lot of people don't know this. Like, I've spent at least a D-God on my own fucking artwork. And I've had people in real life tell me that's the dumbest fucking shit they've ever heard. They're like, you're supposed to sell artwork, not buy it from people for more than you sold it. I'm like, yeah, but you don't understand the potential. Like, I'm trying to make generational wealth, and I have a piece of this shit, and, like, it's it's valuable, okay? Uh, and, like, when I look at it from a company aspect, I'm like, you know, a company would obviously buy their own stock back to try to have a, a good fucking uh, portion of whatever the end result is of their labor. Okay, um, that's like how the board of directors, CEO, all that shit ends up getting paid is because they have a lot of the shares. But one thing that I I don't want to do is take away the opportunity for other people to collect and shit. So like that's why I'm trying to to give a lot of these out while the price is still low, while people can find a good entry because I know that we're close to another bull run in this market, and like I really, really, really want to get us all to generational wealth maybe some people don't deserve it yet and they'll fumble the bag but they still deserve the opportunity if they're a good person and that's like who we're collecting with this project good fucking people who actually care about the ecosystem and want real shit i got an answer for you you asked who would floor and give away money remember that bozo who sold solana (laughs) <laughs> it's, that's 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 who throw away money yo cliff what's going on fam <laughs> yo what's up what's good what's good first of all first of all good night to the room um start with the ladies first good night v piff um aka good skin mommy i'm the only one in the space in the ecosystem authorized to call her by that so the rest of y'all relax um second of all Shout out my guy, Props. Props, you know me. We keep it real authentic, real organic out this motherfucker. You know, we talk every week off, off, offline in real life, IRL. Um, B. Haley, bro. Let me tell you something. Let me keep it 100 with you. Um, I'm, I'm, it's, this is like my, 
my second month back in the space. I took a month off in November. Had a little, had a little scam tragedy happen. But um, I've been watching you. I'm grossly underexposed to the big head billionaires. But what I, what I'm, the more that I, I sit up in your spaces, because you know I pulled up in the space y'all had the other day and showed love. But um, what I really, really appreciate about you, sir, is um, is your conviction, bro. Like the conviction level is crazy, and you know, in, in the Solana ecosystem. There's like, to me, it's like there's two classes, right? There's like the popular kids, um, you know, they got a lot of the clouts. They probably have the biggest spaces, the bigger following. And then there's like, there's like, I guess, the other kids. And the other kids, to me, are the ones that are more likely to slap the shit out of you in real life. Because we don't do this shit for fronting. We don't do it for projection. We keep it 100. We keep it 1,000 out this motherfucker. So... Whoever we are behind these avatars, behind these PFPs, I mean, I'm, I'm rocking my IRL PFP, by the way. But whoever we are behind these these PFPs, the same energy that comes through on the mic when we speak is the exact same energy or worse or more that you'll actually get in person. You know what I'm saying? And so when I listen to you, bro, all I hear is like conviction. I hear passion. And yes, I am grossly underexposed to the big head billionaires, but I have peeped every single episode. I was fucking with y'all once I saw that Frank the Gods episode, and I was like, yeah, because everybody in the space be dick riding that shit, for real, for real, like, you know, and I just, what I respected was that you had the zeal to actually create that episode and put that shit out, so shout out to you for being real organic, real authentic in a space where people tend to walk around like they shit don't stink, you know what I mean, you're creative, I hear your passion, I hear your conviction, and the other thing that I respect as well I'm a little late to the space because I had to pick up my twin boys. I'm a proud dad of nine-year-old twin boys. If you know anything about me, you'll hear me reference them. But I respect the fact that you're a family man. I seen how you was last week at Disneyland with your kids and everything. And I was just like, yeah, this is, you know, this is this is real life. This is what this is what we're in Web3 for. So that we could take our success and give these type of experiences to our kids and our families and so on and so forth. So you know, for me to you, sir, I just want to say I, I, <clears throat> I respect the Big Head Billionaires movement. I respect what it is you're doing. Um, I'm definitely looking forward to more episodes. Um, I follow the main account. Know these on for tweets as well as spaces. And, um, you know, just keep on soaring. And to you, props, my fucking brother, my guy, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know how we keep it, man. Listen, I, I'm looking forward to, to what we about to do this year with DAPS and the team that we forming because I feel like I feel like we forming Voltron right now, both versions, the five lines and the cars. You know what I mean? I might be doxing my age a little bit, but if you ain't familiar with that or the GoBots, this might not be your space. This is this is grown man talk. This is grown folk business right here. You heard? So I just wanted to pull up and make sure that I send you your flowers, Haley, and um, props. You know you know how we keep it authentic. And I see, I see some other people in the audience I need to shout out to. Shout out the homie. Shout out Cardboard. You know we gang forever. Shout out Phil C, my guy. I always see you in the spaces. Um, shout out Queen BHB. I see you all the time. You know we follow each other. Shout out Pickaxe. I just shot. Queen is my wife, by the way. If you guys follow her, she's very cool. She doesn't have as many followers, and she's trying to be more Web three. <laughs> so if you're not following Queen, follow. Oh her. yeah, yeah. It's a family affair. Send her some love, y'all. Definitely, definitely. But um. But nah, man, we appreciate what you're doing, though, man, for real, as far as a big head billionaires. And, and honestly, like, the more that I, I look into it and the more I hear you talk, man, 
the more I believe in your conviction. So it's no wonder why somebody like Carlos, you know what I mean, endorses what you do. It's no wonder why Liberty Square pulled up in the space you had the other day. So just keep grinding, bro. Like, it, it's here for you. And I'm, I'm definitely going to be grabbing some billionaires over the weekend. You know what I mean? It's just I'm on daddy duties Let's right go. Now, so no problem, I got- man. I mean, one thing I want to say to anybody listening right now is, you know, never overinvest yourself. One thing I did wrong when I first started is that I went balls deep into projects that I really liked. And then, you know, some shit would happen and I would be overinvested and I would I would need the money. Right. So I'd have to sell my shit. And um, I would encourage everybody to figure out what your investment level is for the project. You know, I struggle even calling it investment because like at this point, it's literally just support. Like you're you're just supporting and believing in what we're doing. And, you know, I'm ha- send me your wallet, man. Like, um, again, tell me what your favorite trade is and I'll, I'm going to fucking send one over your way just to help right, your bet. collection while we're early. And bet, um, bet. I fuck with the. I fuck with the skeleton trace and the crown too, though, bro. I ain't gonna lie to you. You know what I mean? The so, skellies are rare, dude. Since yeah, the, the beginning, I've made I've made it my mission to collect them bitches and make the sort the floor price high all on nah, my lonesome. So nah, the, the <laughs> we, skellies we'll are fire. I ain't even gonna hold you. Appreciate it though. Good looks. Yes, sir. We'll send one your way, man. I ain't fucking stingy. I'm gonna pick out a cool one and uh, just cherish that motherfucker because it's it's underrated right now you know what i'm saying we're we're gonna run this up so hard bro like we are all so early in web 3 and and i i really mean it when i say like i've been here long enough to see that there's very few people who have a good agenda in the ecosystem and like really all i'm trying to do is make a little bit of money for me and my family doing what i love creating something we all like and can laugh and enjoy and really be the project everybody is telling us they are you know before we get fucking rugged by them like i i just want to be be the change that we want to see dude I, you, you you have it in action it's it's happening right now carboy cliff cliff stole a little of my thunder i i i've been bullish on b haley for a while and uh I'm more bullish now. The integrity that is oozing out of my speakers, the authenticity, man, I can feel you. You, you, you are emotional, and you are into this. You are into your community, and I, I just got to give you big ups for that, bro. I really, I really care, dude. Because, like, you know, I, I mean it. Like, I've been offered money to do things that. I don't agree with and I fucking turn it down like that shit don't mean much to me if it's going to damage my reputation. I've had stuff like that happen to me before in the past where I've taken things uh, for in the cannabis industry that hurt my reputation or I didn't deliver as fast as I could have on artwork. And it's really damaged my reputation professionally um, just trying to work and, and, and really grow. So I've learned from those things and I've learned like the best way to do business is above board like over the table because all these people doing the shady shit on the blockchain right now are fucking stupid if you were going to be doing shady shit um and i get it's the wild west right now but like we can literally see it all if 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 fucking i went and minted a bunch of big heads when it first started out and then i started dumping them on people or something after getting them for free people could tell that so a big part of my whole thing with this project is making sure everything is on the fucking level dude and that it's just real and honest and 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 fun 
Like when I first started collecting, I minted this one that you see, that's my PFP. And I, I, you know, I didn't even realize I got lucky. Like this is a cool ass one. There's only one skeleton um, with a crown and another one with a crown. And I have both of them. I think that's fucking crazy that I, this is the only one that I minted. And I waited until we were sold out to start collecting shit because I didn't want anybody to say that I had gotten my shit free or that I was dumping or any crazy shit like that. I haven't even sold any, but my point is, is that I wanted everybody to see that I was honestly paying for all of my stuff. And I think it's helped because a big part of the reason I can say that I care about my project is that I've invested a lot of money myself. I'm collecting just like everybody else is. I'm holding just like everybody else is. The trait drops, um, the random shit, the raffles, all that stuff works the fucking same for me. Hell, I'm even taking my wallet and all the big heads that I have off of the board for when we do these crazy raffles for like jelly rascals and stuff because, you know, that's coming straight out of my wallet. This is like shit that I bought and I'm like, yeah, the community's going to fucking love this. Like, like, you know, I, I'm getting stuff people want and I'm just giving it away to the people who deserve it, man. That was like a big part of our come up. And I, I want to continue this, but for the people that really are here for us and, and building this whole thing with people has just been fucking so much fun, man. I'm, I'm so excited to go into the future. Like, in in the next month after the next episode we're launching a thing like i hate i hate to charge anybody for anything but it, it, it'll be pretty cheap we're doing these lift tickets probably right um and there'll be spots in in each episode um like nine or ten available spots where if you have uh, a ticket you can get your character whether that be a big head or a fucking you know a koala or a bad cat or whatever you're trying to get in the episode you have a guaranteed spot um in the episode for your character. Um, and like these lift tickets are going to like help. Like I said, like the team, we're not overcharging people for anything. I've done like a huge um, push on, on project side for us to minimize like all these crazy microtransactions and costs that get pushed onto the customer. We've minimized all that. And I think like one of the things that's held us up and we've done great with it is that we minted for such a low price that we didn't have as much of a runway as like some of these projects, like let's say bubble goose, for example, they minted at 10 soul when soul was like a hundred still, they had so much money and then they just didn't do much with it. You know, I don't, we'll, we'll see if anything ends up happening, but for us knowing that we only made around like 85,000 bucks, you know, we paid our team. Well, we created, all this amazing stuff. We have almost four episodes rolling into five partnerships with crazy projects. Um, we, we've done tons of airdrops. You know, people have been cashing out um, on cool traits. I've seen big heads go for as high as like 10 soul with new traits. Um, so we're providing the opportunities for people to launch like, you know, themselves into whether you're a regular trader or you're trying to be here for generational wealth, we're trying to provide that opportunity. And like, um, I asked the community the other day, I was like, do you guys care if we do like a fundraiser to do something cool? And a lot of projects will just be like, yo, we need to do another mint so we can get more money or we need a grant from Polygon, LOL, fucking to do whatever. But like a big part of like why I'm trying to do stuff is I usually have a goal in mind when I'm trying to raise money. Like um, I have this really cool project that we're going to, do um some fun shit i don't want to say too much but it requires like hosting and development and all that kind of stuff costs money and instead of just uh 
raising funds in some dumb way that like just to extract liquidity from our customer base, we're going to do like, you know, a one of one mint with special um, rules and benefits and, you know, people get animated tokens or what, whatever. We're just trying to provide like some super cool value if we're asking people for money. And I think that's like a big thing that separates us um, from other projects is you'll see like liquidity in the ecosystem cycle around a lot. It's, it's kind of the same money that gets pushed in a circle. What I'm trying to do is if we're, ex if we're trying to get liquidity from somewhere, it's probably from our web two market and ventures um, or like sponsorships or something. And if we're asking the community, the people that have already paid for more money at any point, it's because we're giving them more value. Dog, that's fucking bars. That's dope. Uh, homie. What's going on, everybody? I just want to come in and just reiterate what everybody was saying, right? For the first time, it's a really great echo chamber to be in. Um, when I <laughs> yeah. like, on God, though, bro. Like, literally, I needed this, bro. I was going to go to a big space, but I forgot, like, Prof sent me this earlier. Carver sent me this earlier. Bro, legit. All right, let me just tell you. B is one of the reasons why I even stayed on Twitter spaces. Like, you know, he made it fucking cool to actually talk to one of the homies. Like, you call me homie, I'm one of you. Like, B's me, bro. We're all fucking the same, bro. That's all I always say, right? So check it. B fucking literally came in my life on the timeline, right? Like many of us. We all saw the fucking Utes video, the Utopia video. And that shit was dope as fuck, right? If you fast forward to where we're at right now, that man did not did not burn his tube, did not do anything with that fucking youth besides give it away. That man gave away the youth that was even inspired by that video, all right? That man has went all in on this project himself through his family. It's like we're, we're almost like a little family development through this shit, yo. I am so bullish on this dude that I literally only have like Meta Tattoo Club. I've got Liberty Squirrels and I've got Big Heads. The rest are just bullshit, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm trying to make money projects or whatever. And like ghost kid, like literally, that's it. All right, like I'm so bullish on this dude, and literally, yo, the marketability that's going to come from this project and what B does for other projects in this ecosystem. Just pay attention, yeah. Just pay attention. It's the future. Let's go. Real yo, shit, bro. That's dope, man. man. Homie, homie's a that's 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 dude. You a real motherfucker, man. Your name is how you sound. Like you, like homie like even when you talk like the energy from your voice gives off that real homey vibe bro so i just appreciate you coming and sharing that th those bars with us um yeah. i'm trying to follow what cliff said man cliff is like one of the uh the earliest voices that i actually heard on this app as well so like when you hear someone that's like yourself yo like you just fucking you just talk you just real right that's what it is real recognizing real let's go let's go man this is this is dope this is dope um so behave let's we're gonna wrap this up and move this on so what so first of all what can people expect i know you said you got some some stuff coming up uh just you know motherfuckers on web3 got short attention span so what can they expect uh from big head billionaires in the next couple of weeks um before the end of the month we got a bunch of cool stuff coming up you no know, um some people have already found out about like the pledging if you're not familiar it's like our version of staking. It's non-custodial and it's through CrowdSurf. Um, it doesn't connect like really to your wallet. It connects to your Discord ID. For people that are pledging their big heads, um, you know, we're doing another drop for people that reach milestones. Uh, for traits, there's another airdrop planned for traits, a random drop um, for people that are just unlisted. 
So you could have a chance to get um, some new, some of the new traits that we're coming out with to just kind of diversify the art. Um, obviously, the new episode is dropping before the end of the month. There'll be some cool shit involved with that. The people that show up to the premiere, maybe like some special limited edition shit that you can get if you were there. Um, man, like, I'm again, like, we're just doing big shit every day. Like, there's some shit in the future that, like, again, we're trying to do some fundraisers and stuff to build. But at this point, like, what I've noticed in collections is, like, if I sit here and make announcements about stuff that we're going to do, people tend to sell the news um, versus, like, if it just drops, like, they really can't have the opportunity to do that. They just go through the experience and then that is, like, the selling factor for other people. So, like, it really kind of affects, like, the price for, like, people – that are entering or exiting the community whenever something happens. So there's tons of shit that we're doing in the future. That is like, even just aside from NFTs and like, I consider Twitter like an echo chamber. Right. And our reach over like the next few months is going to be ridiculous. Like I can't say that we've cracked the code or the formula on the algorithm or anything yet, but like, it will be inevitable with like some of the strategies that we're deploying alongside with our community being paramount and like helping with that um, clip content that's coming out incentive programs for people to share, to get like really unique stuff that, um, you know, we see a lot of people right now that kind of say, Oh, like raid to earn or stuff like that. And like, that's sick. Like, you know, it's sick to see the number of my wallet go up or a coin or something, and maybe it'll have value. I'm not hating on anybody's strategy for that, but like that starts to feel like a job versus like, you know, um, Oh, you need me to go and repost some stuff. And then the post does well. And then maybe you get a reward that like, isn't like financial necessarily. Like it's just a trait that maybe is unique and now everybody wants it because it's limited or it's so cool. And, you can put it on your art. Like, you know, I'm just trying to add to the experience of actually being a member in the NFT community. Um, one, one thing that you'll see a lot of like projects do, like I think Bubble Goose is kind of this kind of project. And I, I hate to keep bringing them up, but like there's very few animated projects or people that have pitched animated projects. Okay. Um, and I like to use them because they got a lot of money and they have a producer that is experienced in the industry. Okay. Uh, so for them, right, like Bubble Goose, may, I think their goal, and if they end up coming out with like a show, it will be completely Web2 marketed. It'll be focused towards an audience. It won't have anything to do with basically the NFTs. And I, I, like, I think that's a missed opportunity, especially like they could have done it and got funding or whatever, but like whatever you know you're, you're not utilizing your, your community to help push the idea of the show or like get the word out or like anything and that's like what i'm trying to say like when i say that we start with valuable ip it's not because it's good or it's funny or it's whatever it's because we have a conglomerate of people that are willing to support it already that's what ip means it means that people are willing to spend their money on this intellectual property. Um, and uh, Treats talked about it and stuff as well. Like, you know, we want to inspire people to do their own IP um, with, with limits. Obviously you can't like front run our show with our show, but, <laughs> but like, you know, we want to, we want to inspire that. Like if Daps had like a collab t-shirt, you know, eventually you're doing um, 
t-shirts and stuff you have your obviously you own your own daps characters whatever big heads that you own that you fuck with you could be able to put it on there um as long as you're not selling it as big head billionaires merch you know it's daps merch collab whatever the fuck you know we we i want to sanction stuff like that you know i think one of the coolest things that i see from projects like d gods and mutes is the willingness for the community to get involved and kind of make their own infrastructure sometimes like with some of these DAOs or like you'll see like the nouns project is kind of a spinoff. I want to get our community to the point to where, you know, we give you the infrastructure um, and the content and you guys just go on your own. Like I have this really funny fucking clip that I've made a couple of memes with now. It's from the first episode. It's um, right after the intro, you see the characters introduced and shit and it like zooms out. And it reveals that the whole thing was on a TV and King Scum and Don Scum are in the sewer and he hits it with a baseball bat and he goes, all right, what the fuck is this? This has to be a prank. Like I literally cut that and like, I kind of want to inspire people that are able or have the ability to like make memes with that. Like you can really just put anything in front of it that you think is fucking hilarious. Like I did, um, let me put it up at the top like maybe if you guys haven't seen this shit yet uh board ape yacht club did an animated video for their new game or whatever they're doing um with the trial of jimmy the monkey and um it's well done like whoever did the animation did a great job but like i just thought it was funny um because it's such a weird fucking concept like you know this monkey shitting out a key they have to go reach in his butthole to fucking get it and climb through the sewer it's just kind of like a weird cringy concept right so i cut the video into a funny ass clip and then at the end of it when the monkey's like shitting the toilet bowl to atomic hell um he opens the door and shit and uh, it fucking zooms out and king scum and don scum he hits the thing with the tv with the bat and he's like what the fuck is this like you know you can use this stuff to make memes to uh whatever like i was posting a bunch of memes earlier with mo chill the assassin character in the show fucking he says one thing he's like i can't believe they called me back to this pile of trash like it's like an inner thought but i literally put on the top of it is when you buy back into a project you were sure was a rug like this is the kind of shit that i think like the community could be doing a lot more with the stuff we make and like um, I always push this like, you know, I can't force people to share stuff. I, I just want to encourage it. So like what I did today was in the discord, I went and cut a ton of clip content from like all three episodes. And I made um, a channel that's called clip content. It, you can go and save like short form videos and 720. And they're all different sections of the show, like already sliced up for you. And then in memes, there's the same thing, but like in a different aspect ratio for the video of just like quick six second, three second things that characters say that's really funny that you could use in like any situation. Like Bryce says at one point, he's like, yeah, this is great, but where is everybody? You could basically use that for any who's active right now post or fucking these are funny ass examples of like we should be memeing this community to eternity um, because it's so easy to do. Bro, that's a brilliant idea. Um, your idea for the IP is spot on. It's kind of like the direction we, you know, we wanted to go to with our project, right? It's like, how do you grow a project and give people use of your IP to do it the best way? And last night I had the privilege of hearing Susan from 2K Games talk about that because, you know, obviously 2K Games 
all the games that we know they make um, and the projects she's a part of, she dropped some game and said, if you want to win and what Board Ape Yacht Club did is they gave it away. And the way you explained it is exactly what I think the formula is. Let them do it. Let them take it and use it. Long as they don't take your name, big head billionaires and compete against you. Right. And one thing, like when I started my first project a year ago, I had a license, which was an NFT I bought from Ethereum to do a Board Ape Yacht Club derivative. So when we were going to do it, we had an actual NFT that gave us source files that said, you have the right to use this for commercial, personal and exploit it. And we were in the Board Ape Yacht Club Discord every single week and they have a derivatives channel. Let me say it again. Board Ape Yacht Club is a billion dollar company and they have a derivatives channel in their main discord because they understand the importance of culture derivatives are rugs but they also allow people access to art and things sometimes when they can't afford it right remember growing exactly. up you had jordans and you had xj900s right the xj900s was from payless but they kind of looked like the jordan threes but it made you kind of still feel cool even though you didn't have so i think derivatives are you know if someone is excited about your community and they're pushing it like Board Ape Yacht Club has never stopped any derivative and they've grown so big. So I just wanted to say I'm bullish on that idea. What you're saying makes sense. It's something we've been looking at. And uh, the more you do that, bro, the, the farther you're going to grow. So Exactly, bro. Um, and again, um, I'll just say this. I, I do have a point also. Um, whenever you have some stuff that you want promoted through the show, please give it to me. If you have some animation stuff that you need done that's unrelated to our show, please pass it to me. Um, you know, I can't promise you that like outside work will be free, but you're the homie man. And like, I, I understand people need things done. I think we're in a very unique position to help people up. I love reaching my hand down and, and grabbing people up. That shit just makes us all fucking stronger at the end of the day. You know, I've been burned a lot of times by people I've helped up. Uh, and I've been helped a lot of times by people I've helped up. And I've been ignored a lot of times by people I've helped up, but it's never felt bad helping people out the mud. And not that you're in the mud with your shit or whatever, but like if we, if our platform is ever to a point to where we can help you in any way, like please let us know because that is what I want to do. Like, um, I I I can't stress enough to you guys. Like somebody put earlier, they were like. Would you take fifty thousand or five hundred thousand dollars to leave NFTs forever? And I was like, that's not that much money, bro. Like I don't like maybe all at once it looks like a lot of money, but five hundred thousand dollars will be gone in like three years at a regular spending income. Like it, and that's barely living out uh, outside of your means. So like for it. it in terms of like why I think this community is cool is not because I've made buckets full of money or anything like that. Like we're so fucking early. This, this whole place gives me like call of duty lobby vibes where we can really make friends. I got people on my Facebook today that I met in call of duty lobbies when I was fucking 14 and they're still friends. I, I got a guy I can call up right now if I ever need to stay in Virginia. Uh, the homie Theics, I still call him by his screen name. That's what this shit feels like to me. Um, and, you know, I see a lot of, like, people skipping back and forth for projects to liquidity, shitcoin, that, all that stuff is really cool. And, like, there's room for gains and fun and stuff there. But, like, 
what I'm really trying to stress to people at the end of the day is that unity and not even on some like communist shit, just like the fact that we all care about the project for more than monetary reasons is always going to be a winning strategy. Um, if you care about some shit other than money, like it, the money will come. You know what I'm trying to say? Like if you're like, yo, this is valuable, fucking it, it's worth a lot more fucking down the road it it is that valuable but if you undervalue your shit now you're doing yourself a disservice um fucking people always say shit like you know what is the value of an object well whatever somebody is willing to buy it for no it's whatever somebody is willing to sell it for like this shit could be priceless and it is to me because this doesn't exist anywhere else in my life i have more friends here on web3 than i do in real life and I mean, when I say friends, I mean, like, I could probably call it homie. Let me ask you a question. Are you there, homie? I'm right here, bro. I'm watching John Wick with Yo, my dad. What, what, yeah. are you, what are you doing tomorrow? Like, your important shit. What is important to you tomorrow? Tomorrow, what's important to me? I'm probably just going to be spending more time with my family, bro, to be honest. You're going to spend time with your family. All right. That's, that sounds really important. Will you blow that shit off and work for me for five hours tomorrow for free? Yeah. No promises of money, nothing. Like you, I just need your help, bro. Yeah, bro. I don't know how to do the sprocket. I don't know if it's going to be bro, but... easy. I just need your help, but you'll be there, right? I'll be there, bro. I just don't know how to do the sprocket. Let's, let's fucking run it. And you know what? I believe you, dog. I fucking 100% believe you. And I actually know that if I did need you tomorrow for anything, you would show up. Like, and, oh, and if you didn't that. show up, if you didn't show up, I'm, I'm literally like, bro, something's wrong. I got to get a hold of dude. He got in a car accident or something. Cause I know that you'd be here just because you care enough about me probably um, to, to, to do it. And it's not like we're fucking blood brothers or I know you in real life. I haven't even really known you that long. But, like, the fact that we've gone out of our way for each other on so many different occasions and just supported each other because we want to, that shit is real. The money is not fucking real. I can go and make $1,000 and accidentally spend it in the same fucking day. Go ask Disney World. I was trying to spend as little money there as possible. Okay, money comes and fucking goes, but like, I don't have too many people in my real life that I can ask the same question I just asked homie, and they'll say yes. I have maybe two or three. Here in Web3, I can ask fucking Rob. I could probably ask Cardboard. I don't know Cliff that well, but bro, Cliff, like, you know, ask anybody on my team. I never let anybody fucking not eat. Like, fucking, I've had opportunities to not pay people, and I've gone out of my way to pay them more um, just because I want them to fucking, to win, bro. Like, you know, like, um, the person I had do one of my favorite pieces, Cat Zero, that Wonderland piece that we put on the merch. I've given them kickbacks for the merch. I have, I paid them more than they asked for the piece. I gave them big heads, and I didn't even have to hire them to do it. I just like their art so much that I would rather pay them than do it myself to support them. Like you, you see what I'm trying to say here. Like web three is so powerful for these reasons. Fuck the money. The money is just what got all of our attention. That makes it like, 
actually tangible that we can get something out of this and it, it makes it less childish. I, we've done stuff like this our entire life, Pokemon cards, all that shit, you know, and never tried to sell them, never attached monetary value to the things that we were collecting. We just did it for fun. Now we have an opportunity to do both. And I just don't want people to forget why it's fun to you, why it's important and why you care about these things. Dog, that's, that's man, bro. That's, you know, when I, when I pulled up, to cardboard uh, the other day and we started talking about what we're going to do leading up to the launch of the daps collective cardboard and i were talking like what are we going to do i said i want to talk to some dope ass people who are doing some dope shit and and literally bro like i already knew you had this energy i already fuck with you anyway but just like even having this space with you right now and just hearing your convictions and how you get down bro has made me more bullish on you so what you offered me you already know what it is with me it's reciprocal brother you know what i'm saying we're going to figure out how to package uh the big heads and, and look at some of these relationships we have in Century City in Los Angeles and, and, and strategically figure out how to get it to the waters. Whatever you need from me, as far as let's if you go, need, if you need a second opinion, if you want anything, bro, I got your back. I mean, and just even if you need some little shit, like a little five second clip, like oh, I remember I'm back you. in the day, oh, I'm, I'm you were like, you. yo, well, <laughs> let me put it to you this way. You had pushed me a clip before. I remember I was busy at the time. I don't think we worked out the exact thing. You know, we were tossing figures at each other and shit, but they were still homie figures. Um, you wanted this thing where it was like the two ape fists coming together over the logo. Like, you know, I'll be honest with you, man. Like, just throw that shit my way. It's not too tough at this point. I'll do it. And the coolest part about doing work for people you like is that they're going to take that product and fucking take you to the moon. The uh, the word of mouth from people that you help out is so powerful, bro. And it's not just because I did it for you uh, for no cost or low cost or something like that. It's that, you know, I care how it turns out, too. I'm not just going to fucking go and do this and make it suck and then make you show people around some shit that looks like shit. I'm going to try to do my best with this because my name's on it. I care about your company and like if how your company looks, I'm like, fuck yeah, we made his shit look so good. Fucking and, and everybody's looking at it now and they fucking like it. Like, let's do that again. Like, you know what I'm saying? This shit helps me out too. So like, don't get it twisted. I don't believe in altruism. Um, at the end of the day, like I'll, I'm doing shit to help people out, but it obviously helps me out. You know, um, it's not evil to say that I gain good recognition from good work that I do, but that is a good outcome that like, I am happy to help people out and, and, and put people on with work and stuff because it does come back to me eventually. You see what I'm saying? Whether or not I charge them or not. So like, especially for people like yourself, props, you've given me this platform tonight to come and monologue to all these fucking people and bore them to death. Um, fucking, or maybe inspire them, you know, like homie, tells me all the time that I inspire him and uh fucking that's that's important to me man like I I I don't want to be the guy who fucking drops the ball and homie goes man never meet your heroes bro like fuck you it, it was way different when I saw you in Vegas like go talk to anybody I met in Vegas you know they they fucking say bro you act just like you do on here like I'm I'm here to keep shit 100 like like Cliff said I'm authentic with this shit I have no reason to be fake my real name is down there if people want to I'll do just like him and put my real fucking face there because all of this has my name stamped on it and and I'm trying to fucking be the 
be the best me I can fucking be. And, and I'm just so fucking grateful and blessed that you guys even give a fuck. Like the money aside or, or whatever the fuck, the fact that you guys even like what I'm doing, think the art looks cool, think the comedy's funny, like my voice acting, that shit fucking tears me up inside, bro. I, I love this shit. That, this is why I do it. I'm going to give everybody a good experience. And, and to have fucking fun, man. Like that's this is real shit, bro. That's man. I appreciate you. Yo. And, uh, what we're gonna do is we're gonna take a couple more questions and a couple more comments from the family yeah. on the stage, and then after that, what I'm just giving everybody a heads up because we're recording this, and this is gonna be on different platforms of, uh, for streaming for the podcast. So the way we're gonna end this off after the questions, we're gonna end it off with some I'm a piano vibes. You know what I'm saying? So. We're going to go to Cliff and anybody who wants to give some uh, comments, some flowers, uh, whatever to uh, to uh, be Haley, uh, please, you know, this this is the time to do it. And then uh, we're going to end with some music and we're going to be back with another episode of Daps Collective. And I just want to add everybody that you see or hear on this uh, on this uh, platform is somebody that's going to be a member of our community. And we're very picky of who we want to associate ourselves to. Right. The energy that B. Haley brings up to me and to my team is what we look at as dope. He's willing to go extra far. He's building relationships with his community. And as we build our community, we're inclusive of people like that, because that's how you build a force to be reckoned with. Right. That's how we win, guaranteed. And we're going to fucking win. So we're going to keep doing it. I'm going to shut the fuck up. Let Cliff get some uh, a moment real quick. And uh, we're going to wrap One second before Cliff talks, I need you to make a post with the links where we can fucking go run up this podcast with a subscription or something. And then before we end this, we're going to have everybody run like retweet comment on that post. And I'm going to run a Twitter picker for like a sick ass giveaway. Um, so, for, so what we'll do is the, the link is going to come out tomorrow, the day after tomorrow, because we're taking this uh, experience here from Twitter and then we're putting it through our distribution, which no worries. Just, yeah. make, just make a regular post that we can run up, though, because I want to try to get you some more eyes. We can use this giveaway in the space here. Um, give away some. Uh, I'll try to pick like a rare big head. I'll see in my collection. But people I want to single out right now. Props. Please send me your wallet. Cardboard. Cliff. The Epiphany. And then I see off. Uh, Phil C down in the audience. I also want to send you one, bro. So please, you guys, send me your wallet. I'll pick out some sick big heads for you guys. Um, but uh, we're also going to run one. And I'm, I'm going to disqualify those people. So for please still retweet and like the post. You're getting one anyway. Um, it'll help spread the word. But we're giving the random one away to somebody besides the people I named. So go ahead, Cliff. All right, first things first, I want to say, um, I want to um, just kind of respond to what Props said. First of all, um, I'm from New York, and you wasn't getting off the train on 125th in Lexington in Harlem or on Church Avenue in Nostrand with the XJ9s. You had to buy the official Jordans. We just, we wasn't tolerating that. I'm sorry. I'm from New York. It might be an East Coast thing. You, you wasn't getting away with the fraudulent Jordans because as soon as you get off the train, as soon as you get to school, as soon as you in Harlem on 125th, the first thing somebody going to do, they're going to look at your feet and they're going to go, what are those? So we wasn't letting that fly. I'm sorry. No offense to anybody who had to wear the XJ9s or the Jordash sneakers that look like the Jordan 2s. Um, but we wasn't letting that fly. You had to have the official Jordans or just get you some Adidas 
black and white or some Chuck Taylors and call it a life. But we wasn't letting that fly. The second thing I want to say is that, um, B. Haley, I agree with you 100%. Relationships are, are the equity in this space. Relationships are what determine even the floor price. But, but the thing about, you know, the thing that you said that really stuck out to me is that, you know, like you said, a half a million dollars, you could spend that in three years. In, in no time, especially living in like New York or L.A. or some of the more expensive parts of the country. But what it is, is it's your spiritual equity. It's your social equity, because what that could do is that could propel you to other opportunities. And that could open doors to people who, you know, could change your life in as little as a phone call or a text message. You know what I mean? Or could extend a hand that could not only level you up, but it could change the course of your family for, for generations to come. So. I definitely agree with that. Relationships are definitely 100% it. And then props as far as you go. Um, Yeah, I appreciate you closing the show with the Mapiano. You know I'm big on the South African and Mapiano music. So shout out to you for that. Let's go. Do you do music, Cliff? Yes, I do. I rap my ass off. I keep bars. Oh, I keep you bars. Should, uh, yes, I keep bro. bars. You I, need keep, to, I keep uh, something in the clip. Do you have anything that's like that you're trying to market or like a new song or just something you want to highlight? I actually I actually do. I'm just waiting on I'm actually just sent the song to the copyright office a little while ago, probably like a week ago. I'm just waiting on them to send me my certificate so I could release it. I got a joint called The Grudge. I'm trying to drop Let's it go. in February or March. So well, yeah. fuck it. I mean, um in February and March we'll be on some other episodes. But if you have some old content, even if it's copyrighted right now. Get us that per- give us that little permission slip if you want it featured because one thing that I is important to me again I'm a musician myself and I know it's really really hard to get exposure um out here you got people doing all sorts of stuff like oh I'll listen to your music on YouTube or we'll repost it for you but that's like not really organic right and one thing I've noticed with the show is in these little transition spots where it's like, let's say it's going to the radio station or like the one where they're flying in the clouds in the balloon is a great opportunity to promo people's stuff. So like, um, I don't know what kind of rap you do, but like I was looking for some like harder artists than myself to put some bars down um, or use a track that they had well, the, well, check this like out. The, in the jail scenes later on because they, there's so much funny shit that we want to have like a soundtrack for and I want to credit the artist um, well check this out check this out if you go on Apple Music right now if anybody won't go on Apple Music type in my moniker as it's spelled Cliff the Gully um, you'll find several records I did um, I got I got 5050 Cosign which is like an up-tempo type of club banger and then I got a bar heavy joint called Two Versus These Voices Basically, a philosophical conversation I'll be having with my demons and the shit that chased me in my sleep. But that's another conversation for another, How can we so, find for another time. Just How look me up on it? Apple. You can look me up on Apple Music. You can look me Same up name? on, on yeah, Google I just, Play. I yeah, just found it. It was so I'm easy. definitely going to pop up. You know what I'm saying? All right, All I'm right. going to check it out. I'll pick out a song, um, and I'll ask you if you're cool with us using it for the show. Go for it, bro. And you got my we'll, we'll credit you. We'll credit you and everything. And then the only issue is, like you said, you may copyright your stuff. Um, yeah, I'm registered with Song Trust, so you can play them. They still gonna pick it up, so you good. Yeah, they'll probably pick it up. I may tempo change it because sometimes on YouTube they'll flag it and they'll give all the revenue for the video to you, which right. I'm still okay with. I will actually, I'm willing to rent the song from artists 
for the video um as long as we can negotiate a fair price for like the one time use so whatever you need what i mean i'm trying i'm trying to support people i don't want nothing for free bro i I i'd rather put money in good people's pocket and put them on at the same time i got an intern i'm paying right now to do animated shit He's not even as good as me. I don't use half his stuff, and I'm still paying him to do stuff because I want him to learn and make money so that he can help me later. Now, listen, um, I'll, I, I inbox you. I know you said the wallets or whatever. I sent that, but then I'm going to send you some of my music and some of my other material as well. So, like, if you got That's an email dope. or whatever, we could definitely put some shit together. I keep, I keep bars with me, bro. So, it's nothing. Let's go. You keep them loaded in the clip. I, and I got yeah, it, bro. I'm from that generation where you had to know how to rap. Like, you, you know, you turn, Do you, you know, freestyle? Um, I keep, I mean, I've written so much that, like, I could literally pull verses, like, out the clip. So, so you just, you kind of got, like, so many pre meds that it don't matter what the beat is. You can just slide, like, 50, 60 rearrangements probably on it. I feel pretty like. much. Pretty much, pretty much. We got to get I mean? a space together. I know Daps may be interested. Um, this is more of a formal space interview, but, like, we got to get the homies together that really fuck with music to do some, like, DJ freestyle shit, like, in a space sometime. Because, like, that stuff is fun to blow off steam in these spaces, bro. Yeah, let's I, get it. I love freestyling, too. Bro, that's dope. Fuck, yeah. You know what would be dope? Maybe we do that uh, on the – I've been trying to play with this Kippleverse thing, like an open mic thing. And have because your little character come up comes on there, get on stage, and just bust bars. Oh yeah, I got yeah. some Kipple land, bro. I ain't even hey. cracked the deed on yet. We could do that hey, for sure, man. We could use your spot, or we could use our spot. I got one of those big giant gigalands. Oh yeah, you know what you, I'm saying? I, so. Again, I'm not really into the metaverse stuff as much. So if you already be using your land and have it cracked, let's do it at an event at your spot whenever the fuck you have time or feel like it would be fun to do. Um, and like, I'm just trying to run you guys up, like so. I'll post it in my spot. You know, we'll make it a DAPS event, and you can throw big heads tiny in the corner or some shit. No, no. I'm going to send you a link. And when we get off this, I'm going to send you a link to the room. I walk in the room, and then we go make sure the branding is right for everybody. They made the spaces better. David is killing it. And, uh, yeah, I look forward to using that. So I'm going to wrap this up. If uh, if anybody has anything else to say, I'm going to have my little, my little monologue before we close this down. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Make we got to do the Twitter picker, right? Post. Yeah, I need a post for people to raid real quick. For I you. can just pick somebody too. Oh yeah, for the for the uh, for the we got to do the giveaway. Yep. Or we could just pick somebody, but like I want I want everybody to raid the post. The, the okay. Twitter picker don't matter. I don't even really have to use software. I'll just spin it and pick somebody. Let's like do this. Said, but let's do this. I want to raid. Let's let's raid the tweet promoting this with the Dabs Collective. Just pull up on that. Um, the f- and then what if what if we do like a game? What if we do okay? Look, let's. What do you think about this, right? What if we say like a random emoji, and the first person to, to click that random emoji gets the, gets the prize? Is that corny? What do you I've tried. I've tried it. I've Good tried part. it. If you're gonna do that, you gotta separate the listeners and the speakers and give two prizes because there's a, a lag. So you say for only the speakers, we're gonna do one emoji, and then for the listeners, we'll do a different emoji. And, and then whoever reacts the fastest because the people in the speaker panel um, can emoji before the people and the listener even hear it. All right. So let's see. Let's do this. So let's start off with let's start off with the, the, the audience. Right. Since you've been here listening to us, supporting us all evening, we appreciate you. And we start off with you. Right. So I'm going to say random emoji. And the first person to put off this random emoji gets the prize that B. Haley is putting up. 
Okay? So get your little emoji thing ready, however you do it. And the first person to put up a thumbs up gets the prize. Trap Lord. Trap Lord with the fast fingers, my Trap boy. Lord with the fast fingers. Trap Lord was trapping for real. Trap Lord, send me your um your wallet ID, your Solana wallet. Um, and then let's do one for the speakers. Actually, hold um, on. Let, let's give a I've, we've got a big head we want to give away too. Let's give one more big head for the audience and then I'll let you give something for the speakers. Bro, that's how we do go. it. Okay. So we're gonna do it one more time. If you didn't get the big head and if you won, you know, uh Look, this is we're just going to keep it going. The first person to put, let me see, the emoji that we're going to use, the first person to raise their hand gets the, gets the prize. Only speakers can raise their hand. Oh, I thought that was for the audience. No, this is for the audience. Damn, B, come on, man. Okay, <laughs> Shout out okay let's, let's try again. On the low. I see you. There, was, there was some confusion on there. Let's try it one more time. First person to throw up the 100 symbol gets the prize. Hey, 100. Does everybody have Aries. Oh, Aries. Aries, Aries. Aries, send me, send cardboard, yeah. cardboard your wallet address, and I'll shoot you over a big head. And Trap Lord, send me, send me your address. Um, and then the people I asked earlier, obviously cardboard props, Cliff, Shock, I think I mentioned, and then uh, Phil C down there and Rob. So we're blessing all the homies. If you I, show up frequently to our spaces just to support, we we love you. This is dope, 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 dope. All right, look, I just want to say. I appreciate everybody. Can you guys hear me? Yep. Yeah, you good. Okay. 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 Perfect. Here we go. So I just want to thank everybody taking the time to listen to DAPS Collective today because you are able to see what we're doing and who we associate ourselves with, right? Like we could have used this time to sit back and talk about everything we're going to do and what we want to do. And we're going to do that later, but we want to celebrate the community that we're a part of because we're from the community. That's why we're here. We've been here building for a year, for a year. Literally, this month right now is over a year that I've been in this space, building, pivoting, building relationships, ducking, jumping, flipping, doing all kinds of shit and having fun. And now it's time for us to get started. And everybody that was here today, you were able to witness the type of energy that we look to help amplify. Um, B. Haley and Big Head Billionaire, they're a dope project on their own. And the relationship we have, one one thing adapts we look at dope ass partnerships daps dope ass partnerships right we're going to create dope ass projects and launch dope ass products and that's all we're going to do that's it and it's a higher level of accountability so i appreciate everybody my team that fucks with me kobayashi cliff the gully v piff the homie homie cardboard my brother solana chris on the bottom og shock phil um yui uh, congratulations, Trap Lord, Aries, Queen. Appreciate every one of you guys. The next episode we're going to have, we have, um, just to give you guys some alpha, we have Wombat, we have Richwater, we have Bless, and we have some other artists coming up in the future. So we're going to keep it fresh. We're going to keep it funky. 
And I'm going to end this right now with some dope-ass vibes, some I'm a piano. Oh, and by the way, hold on. And by the way, by the way, by the way, if you're not following at We Are Dabs, you've lost. If you're not in the Discord, you can't win any free frunk or any anything. There's nothing popping off if you're not in the Discord, okay? All the good shit happens in the Discord. Um, if you're in the Discord and you want to get on the Daps list, just go ahead and hop in there and at me and say, yo, props, what's up? I'll make sure you get on the Daps list uh, ASAP, and uh, we'll just take it from there. So follow Big, Heads, Big Head Billionaire. Follow everybody on the stage. Homie, that's somebody you want to watch out for. V. Piv, Kobe, he's excellent when it comes to 3D and game development. Cardboard. And uh, we're going to end on this vibe with this. I'm a props. Props, thank you for having me on the speaker panel. Thanks to everybody for showing up. And um, shout out the whole Mapiano vibes. And God bless Uncle Waffles. <laughs>